This is a meditation challenge for men with Dr. William Teeley. Dr. Teeley is the founding spiritual director for the School for Contemplative Living and author of the book, Monks in the World, Seeking God in a Frantic Culture. Here's Dr. Teeley. Here's the problem. In contemporary society, our problems are complex and expanding as the pace of life is exploding. When is there time for wise decision-making? In his book, Sabbath, Dr. Wayne Muller says this, Without the essential nutrients of rest, wisdom, and delight embedded in the problem-solving process itself, the solution we patch together is likely to be an obstacle to genuine relief. Born of desperation, it often contains enough fundamental inaccuracy to guarantee an equally perplexing problem will emerge as soon as it is put into place. In the soil of the quick fix is the seed of a new problem because our quiet wisdom is unavailable. Perhaps this tendency toward rapid decisions and hasty activism in the world is not all that new. In the 1960s, Thomas Merton, Trappist monk and author, was already calling for a change in how we Americans live. And this is what he said. There is a pervasive form of contemporary violence, and that is activism and overwork. The rush and pressure of modern life are a form, perhaps the most common form, of its innate violence. To allow oneself to be carried away by a multitude of conflicting concerns, to surrender to too many demands, to commit oneself to too many projects, to want to help everyone with everything, is to succumb to violence. He says this, the frenzy of our activism neutralizes our work for peace. It destroys our inner capacity for peace. It destroys the fruitfulness of our own work because it kills the root of inner wisdom, which makes work fruitful. That's some powerful words to me when Thomas Merton from decades ago says that so often our frenzy of activism and even when we're trying to do good in the world actually produces the opposite, a kind of violence towards ourselves and answers that turn out to not be answers at all. So here's the meditation challenge. Our challenge is to see if we can find another way to live together. We will explore in our series eight ways to meditate, beginning with mindfulness meditation. You are being challenged to defy the myth of, I can't meditate, and learn how to center yourself with us. This challenge involves a major commitment. Here's the thing. I want you to try to set aside some times during your day to work up to 30 
to 45 minutes a day of practice six days a week. Medical patients, attorneys, professional athletes, medical staff, politicians, businessmen, and other people from all walks of life are accepting this challenge across the country. And so will you. If you are willing to accept the meditation challenge for the next eight weeks or the next eight episodes, you will need to set your intention for practicing both formal and informal meditation. This means setting aside times for this practice on this day and then informally throughout your day, continuing to bring your attention and your presence back into your moments. To begin, you're asked to reflect on why you came for this episode or this series, this experience of meditation challenge. So if you will, why are you here? What are you seeking? And you might pause there for a moment to reflect on that. Even I am not sure is an acceptable answer. But give a little attention right now. What am I seeking? Our first practice is mindfulness meditation. Mindfulness is being in the present moment of your life through awareness, rather than being lost in the usual state of random thoughts, feelings, and activities. This process involves adopting a beginner's mind toward the unfolding of each moment of your life. And this is a form of being in preference to perpetual doing. In fact, mindfulness involves three core attitudes of non-judging, non-doing, and non-striving. Practice these and you will find yourself becoming a human being. Mindfulness meditation practice is the discipline of holding your unfolding life in awareness from moment to moment, thus residing in your actual life. In this way, you do not come to the end of your life wondering where it all went. When you accept that challenge, you become a disciple of your own life. Your life becomes your inner teacher. The commitment to a more mindful life involves a stance of being a silent witness of our own lives. There is an observer in you who can notice and experience the shifting thoughts, feelings, and impulses in you with awareness instead of constantly reacting to them. In the Christian tradition, we heard Jesus say, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. From the Buddhist tradition, there is a call to vipassana, looking deeply beneath our surface thoughts and feelings, reactions and impulses. Mindfulness meditation helps us learn that we are not those thoughts and feelings, and not even our bodies, and not the roles we play. In daily practice, we begin to learn who we are, 
and we learn wise ways to live from that inner teacher. In the practice of mindfulness, we begin by following the breath in our awareness. This first practice of mindfulness is the beginning point of a long series of practices that we'll use that also help us draw near the presence of God. But I believe the way to begin that journey is to practice being aware of this moment, to be in my life, to be right here and now. And to the extent I can begin to do that, more and more I ready myself to also tune in to the one who is present here with me. In our practice, we begin by using the breath as a source of awareness. The breath is a simple tool, always available and free. It is our place of relocating our attention each time it wanders off to the countless, countless countries our attention visits. We begin practicing by simple noticing of our breath, observing the places our minds and feelings take us, and perpetually returning our attention to our experience of the breath in the present moment. Sounds simple, but I have never met anyone who finds this easy. You are challenged to spend 30 to 45 minutes a day six days a week in the formal practice of mindfulness meditation, simply noticing the moments of your life. You're also invited to continue practicing informally during your day, observing your breath and watching the stream of thoughts and feelings and impulses in yourself and even in others can begin a whole new way to live you might begin to fully inhabit your own life. Join us for a fascinating experiment in mindful living and begin to take the challenge right now. So to begin, sit comfortably in a chair where you can with your body upright. Even if you're listening to this guidance, while you're driving, let yourself sit up with a sense of dignity. Let shoulders relax. Let head be high on the neck so you're really fully upright. You also can breathe easily in this way. And as we begin, set your intention right now to simply be as aware of your unfolding life as you can be for this period. We cultivate that attitude of inner stillness. We simply pay attention to what's going on around us. In fact, in my process of recording, there are sounds going on, birds and cars passing and things. I simply notice them and I let them go and invite you to do the same. Whether you hear extra sounds on our recording or you hear sounds in your own environment, or you see things that call your attention away. This business of mindfulness is just being here. It is not trying to clear the mind of all thoughts or other kinds of awareness. It is just being here with whatever is here. 
So if you're listening right now and practicing with me and you notice your mind starting to go off in another direction, just notice that's happening and bring your attention back. As you practice now, you're also cultivating a sense of being a silent witness. You're literally just observing your life unfolding moment by moment. And one way to help yourself be closer to the present moment is to pay attention to the feel of your own breath, even right now, as it comes and goes. So take a slow, deep, full cleansing breath. Feel the air filling you up and emptying you out. And do that again. And just observe what it feels like to let that gift of life, the breath of life, flow in and out of you. And so noticing the breath helps the mind when it wanders off in its million directions to say, there it goes again, I'll gently bring my attention right back to the feel of my own breathing. And let's add another form of observation as we practice the mindfulness right now. Let's see what's happening with the body. So wherever you are, whatever your posture is, take a moment now to notice, really head to toe, any sensations you're experiencing. Is there somewhere that is tense or tight, which might need you to release it and let it go? Is there a soreness? Maybe you've done something that made a muscle sore. Or maybe you notice the opposite, that the body is relaxed, carefree, if you will. Or maybe you notice there's just no sense of sensation in the body at all right now. So just tune into whatever's there. Numbness, sensation, discomfort, pleasure, and see if you cannot judge in your awareness what's there. I'm just noticing this right now. Whether we're feeling the breath or tuning into the body, these moments of mindfulness, again, are being a silent witness and simply observing our lives as they unfold as best we can without judgment, without striving to change everything in us or around us, but being attentive, full of awareness of what's here. And then there's this, as you keep breathing and noticing what's happening with the body, noticing what's within, noticing what's around you. I wonder if you can adopt an attitude of curiosity. 
like just wondering, hmm, wonder what's that about? Where's that feeling coming from? I learned from my earliest training in mindfulness where we spent 12 hours a day for eight days in a row only practicing meditative practices that feelings always come and go on their own. They actually never stay for long. And even the ones that stick around do keep changing a bit. So I'm just sitting here and my lust arises or my anger or a feeling of joy. Whatever it is, it comes and then it goes. It rises and then it falls. So since we're practicing mindfulness of our lives right here and now, tune into whatever emotion or emotions might be present with you right now. And again, as best you can, not judging, not striving to change the feeling, just noticing. And like a silent witness, see and feel what's here right now. And give yourself some time. Don't push. Don't try to make something happen. If in fact you don't feel anything, notice that. If there's literally no anger, no sorrow, no gladness and joy, no grief, no lust and desire, no craving, not even boredom, if there's just nothing, Notice that, without judgment, just observe. And so, mindfulness is noticing what's within you, whether thoughts or bodily states and sensation, or emotions, feelings, Mindfulness is also noticing what's around us. So we pay attention to hear the sounds that we hear. If we're in a setting where people are nearby, we might notice what seems to be happening with another person. That too is part of our life, part of our awareness. If you're listening to this podcast and you're driving, you're still noticing what's going on around you, which cars are speeding, which ones are slowing down. You might even notice your emotional reactions to that outer thing, that thing that is outside of you. But part of mindfulness is noticing everything that's going on within and without. So take a moment now to tune into that, whatever it is, what you see, what you hear, tune into what's going on around you.
If you want to take a longer period to practice your mindfulness right now, let me invite you to just watch and wait as long as you're able to. Be with your life as much as you can. Take the amount of time you have. You can turn off the podcast and just keep practicing in your best way. The School for Contemplative Living exists to create contemplative communities who practice the presence of God for personal transformation and compassionate service with the world. To find additional resources as you continue your journey, visit the School for Contemplative Living online at thescl.net. That's www.thescl.net. Thank you.